The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Rosa Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Hey, girl. I am so excited to be talking about this topic today, sis. Oh, my Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. But before we even get into that, thank you all so much who have commented, shared the podcast, congratulated on our 100th episode. Girl, girl, y'all still send me congratulations even two weeks later. And I am so happy that I'm here and continuing to serve you all in this capacity. I'm still doing podcasting, girl, because there have been many times that I have actually not wanted to podcast and God has just always placed on my heart to continue to do so. And so I'm just so thankful that y'all still here and y'all rock with me. Hello to all of my new listeners. I'm so glad you're here and I'm so excited to be sharing just again with you. So before we get into the episode, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. You get episodes straight to your phone every single Sunday, as well as share the podcast. If you enjoy it, tag me on Instagram. I love sharing when y'all are listening. It makes me so happy to see that you all are listening and learning something from the episode. So definitely tag me on Instagram so I can share it in my story, as well as leave a podcast review on Apple iTunes. If you love the podcast, all you have to do is go to the homepage of my podcast, Scroll all the way to the bottom and you will be able to leave a review. Go ahead and write one, sis. I am starting to share those on my Instagram and I would love to share your review. It is so, so, so exciting to be able to do that. I'd love to share that y'all are, you know, loving the podcast. And then last but certainly not least, I am taking questions again. So if you have a question, send it to me at therapyasachristian at gmail.com. And I can answer it on the podcast. Oh, and one more thing. I definitely don't want to forget this. Every single Monday, I am sending an email out to my email list called Christ Couch. So if you are not a part of my email list, go to the link in the show notes and sign up for my email list. From there on Mondays, every Monday you get an email from me at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time or 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I send an email where I send you devotional and prayer I send you a little Monday motivation and I also send you a mental health tip that you can easily implement in your week. So I did this because I felt like I just have a lot of things I wanted to share and just give to y'all. And I just wanted to be able to do that in a consistent way. And so Christ Couch is a way for us to just share topics, get together like girlfriends on the couch and just share, share, share. And so that's my way of doing that for you. And then periodically, I also share things that I create that I do believe is super helpful. So if you are interested, definitely go to the show notes to be able to sign up for the email list to get access to that email every single Monday. So let's get into the episode. Let's talk really quickly. So I really wanted to discuss a topic that I feel like is so relevant in our time, especially as we're talking about mental health. My goal all the time in this podcast is to really just bring awareness to y'all. I feel like one of the things that God has called me to do is shed light. 
simply shine light, shine light in the word, shine light with whatever he does through the ministry of what I'm doing. And really honestly, just sharing, sharing, sharing and shining light that the enemy tries to blind us with. And so he blinds us by, you know, not exposing things. And Jesus completely sheds light on everything that we do. And so I wanted to talk about this topic of limiting beliefs because I feel like it is something that we understand that we sometimes can think certain things that, you know, limit us getting to where we want to go. But I want to break this down a little bit further. I kind of want to hit a little bit on self-sabotage. I didn't want to title this self-sabotage because I did want to get to the root of what limiting beliefs are, which is the overview. And then self-sabotage is kind of like a pre, like one of the areas of limiting beliefs, but I really wanted to hit on limiting beliefs as a whole. But I wanted to address self-sabotage a little bit in this episode. And so I'm going to kind of go through what limiting beliefs are, how to kind of know if you're experiencing them, why they are limiting, and also what you can do to work to overcome them. And so we're going to kind of talk through this together, sis. Definitely understand and know that I am here with you. There are different times where I've experienced limited beliefs, especially as I've pursued a lot of things business-wise, goal-wise, in my prayers. And so I'm with you on this, but I'm going to give you this in the word because it is so important that we understand this and we know that God is with us, but also more importantly, that everything, every thought that we have is so impactful in the way that we move and operate. And so I just wanted to preface that to say, because I know that we can sometimes stay in this place and I don't want y'all to be there. I don't want y'all to feel like you are not empowered to overcome this. So let's start from the beginning. So limiting beliefs and definition are the false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and desires. So ultimately, first and foremost, we all have goals. We all have desires. We all have these goals of things we want to do. It can be as simple as losing 10 pounds to as high as, you know, wanting to buy a house or have a kid or save this amount of money or start a business or go on a trip. Like we all have these, the goals and desires that are definitely within our hearts to do. And a lot of those things are things that God has placed in us and or even told us to do. But we don't pursue them because there's this false belief that prevents us from going after it. When I say false belief, I'm talking specifically about limiting beliefs. And if we think of anything that limits us, it basically just almost is like a stop sign. It doesn't progress us. It basically allows us to get to one point and just stop. And it doesn't go past that. Like you can't go past it. It's almost just like a stop sign. Like you have to stop at a stop sign. You can't ride past it, even though you may try to assist. You may drive past that stop sign. And you understand that it's just a stopping point. And so I really wanted to be very transparent about this because I think that we don't know that sometimes there are false beliefs, even though we think to ourselves, oh my gosh, you know, I believe this. Those things really aren't true. So how do you know if you're struggling with limiting beliefs? Think about situations and I really want you to see where you might act or think negative. 
Like, you just think negative about yourself. You may think negative about the situation. You may think, oh, it's not possible. And it can be so subconscious. And when I say subconscious, it's like it's so normalizing your mind that it's just there. So, like, let's just give a very, very simple example. And I'll try to think of something a little bit extreme. Let's just say you want to go on a trip. And I'm talking about this pre-COVID, but even now COVID, you know, some people are traveling they in the streets. The streets are calling my name. I'm going to the streets. You know, that's where people at right now. And (laughs) if you know that real, you know what I'm talking about. But with that being said, like, let's just say somebody says, girl, let's go on a trip to Atlanta, you know, and shout out to my Georgia listeners. I love Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Okay. Let's just say I'm going to Atlanta from Memphis. Atlanta is like a five hour drive. And just in your mind, you just start being like, no, because this is this going to happen. Oh, no, I don't want to go because of this. Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have that. I just and you completely talk yourself out of going on this trip. Or let's just say you want to go on a trip internationally and somebody mentions it to you. And you just kind of just like think of every reason why that is not going to happen or not going to work. And you don't become very decisive. Instead of just being like, no, I'm not going to go because of these reasons. It's almost like a back and forth in your mind. And it's just very negative and not positive. And so you just like talk yourself out of even trying to do the thing that you ultimately want to do. Another example of this could be maybe wanting to get into a relationship. I'm going to on a deeper end now. And there's this, you meet a person and it's automatically this negative, constant talk to yourself about, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I don't look like this. Or He may not take me seriously or he may not like me. He may not this. He may not that. And so you just kind of just talk yourself out of these things because of this limit you have in your mind about what something is. And it's really false. Let's take it another level. Let's say you want to buy a house and you talk yourself out of everything out of it from the time of, well, I won't get approved or I don't have this or I don't have that or the market is so bad right now. I can't get out. So the market is a little bit off the chain right now. You know, just all these limiting thoughts about where you want to go, but you feel like you can't get there because of all of these factors. I want to start a business because I know that's something that a lot of my listeners have told me they want to pursue. You try and try and say you want to do this thing, but you talk yourself out of it and myself included and a lot of things that I want to pursue. And so We almost go against scripture when we are thinking this way because we forget that the Bible says that nothing is impossible for God. And if we are his children, that we have access to the impossible because of God. The Bible says he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. And so because God can do these things, we often limit him or limit the circumstances in which we desire and the goals we have based off of these false ways of thinking. And so I'm going to just give you some common things people think about. These are very general. These are not like the end all be all. But some of these things are the reasons as to why we don't do things. I'm too old. I'm too young. It's happening for everyone else. It won't happen for me. Someone's already doing that. Why should I? If I put this out there, people won't listen. Everyone has this but me. You fear success. You fear it actually might work. And when I talk about this, a lot of times we don't know that we're feeling these things because we haven't really necessarily explored why. This is why I always talk about going to counseling and being able to kind of talk through those things because you may not have an idea that these are the things you're feeling 
or you may not have an idea that you're procrastinating. You just may call yourself a procrastinator. But really, if you don't procrastinate, you actually did the thing you say you want to do. What if you really did it? What if it really happened? Or what if you what you may have a fear of failure? You may start this thing and work really hard and then you fear that you're going to end up failing. And so you don't even start. You just talk yourself out of it. You have this thought process, especially when it comes with God. Like if I give my full self to the ministry and the calling God is giving me, what if I mess up? Or what if it really happens and like all this really does happen? Or what if I started and I disappoint God? Or what if I start something and I mess up? What are people going to think? Like all these negative thoughts. So when you get to the end point of your thought, And you talk yourself out of it completely because you just don't feel like you want to do it. Or it's just, again, this limiting thought where it's just like you can't move past this one thing. It's like I can't do this one thing because of all these other things. And so I want to be able to say this because it's become such a debilitating thing for a lot of us, especially in the faith, that, you know, we have to understand that. It's not our job to figure out every single piece of the puzzle. When we are called to God, we are called to believe. It is not our job to figure out all the puzzle pieces of the box. We're just responsible for putting one puzzle piece together at a time. And that means putting one step in front of the other. And I even want to tie some of these limiting beliefs to faith Because I wanted to add some things that I think a lot of us might think as deep as this goes, that maybe God isn't hearing me because it's not happening yet. Or maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Or maybe I don't pray like this person. Or maybe I'm not doing what this person does and that's why it's not working for me. Or maybe this person is a better Christian than me because it's happening for them and it's not happening for me. Or maybe I'm not good enough in God's eyes. Or maybe this or maybe that. And really what it is, is us resolving what we're feeling to ourselves. So that's what we tell ourselves. But in all actuality, this thought becomes limiting and it doesn't allow us to get to the place that we need to get to. Who said to you that God isn't hearing you? Who said you're quote unquote not trying hard enough? What if what you were doing is good enough? Who said you have to pray like this person? That doesn't equate to the truth. If that's the complete opposite, it's a lie. And so with that being said, why are these things limiting? So when we think these thoughts that are false, how do they limit us? Well, for one, they put us in a very emotional place. They cause us to be anxious. They cause us to feel overwhelmed. They cause us to be indecisive. They cause us to just think negative things about ourselves. They make us stagnant in our efforts. So then we procrastinate. We don't start the goals we finish or the goals we want to start. We don't finish. We sit on things for years. We just ultimately have this limiting thing. And really with the limitation, quote unquote, or the limiting thought, quote unquote, it is the very, very, very thing. It's the belief that we have about something. Unconsciously, we think and believe this thing. And so it causes us to just not take the steps that we need to do it. It impacts our decisions. It impacts us making good choices for ourselves. Again, we become indecisive. It keeps us from new opportunities and new things and reaching our potential. It stops us from growing. 
And so I really want to kind of give you two scriptures that align with this, where I think it would paint the picture of what it is that I'm ultimately saying and why it's important for us to understand that God is the one that walks us through all of this. And God is the one that has given us the authority to call out these things so that we don't stay stagnant. We can start making better decisions and ultimately have the faith to be able to do the things that we are called to do or the things that you want to do. I'm not even talking about necessarily calling because sometimes we are in places where we just want to be like, sis, sometimes I just want to be able to lose 10 pounds. But I've tried so many diets I haven't done well with them. I'm like, man, I'm probably going to be consistent. Like, you know, just this belief of that thing. But I'm going to give you a scripture that says this. And this is why I said we have the authority over these limiting beliefs, quote unquote, lack of faith. Or just straight up just believing a lie that isn't true. And a part of this, and I want to preface this to say, and I might be jumping ahead of myself, but a part of this is really us not understanding the trueness of what the truth is of like what we are capable of doing, that we are not limited by anything. We're not limited by finances. We're not limited by this. We're not limited by that. Like we are not limited in any way, shape or form. Like we have so much to us and our fingertips with God, but because we believe these things, it's hard for us to understand how powerful we really are. So how you can switch your thinking, I'm gonna talk about this really quickly. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Actually, I'm going to go to verse number three first. And this is the New Living Translation. It says, we are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning or to destroy false arguments. This is the scripture. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey God. And I'm going to give another translation of this scripture in the New King James Version. It says, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all obedience when your obedience is fulfilled. And so with this verse, what it's saying is, we have the ability to destroy everything that comes against what's God. We capture their rebellious thoughts. So we capture the rebellious things that come up against us and put them under to the subjection of Christ. The Bible says, and to teach them to obey Christ. So your thoughts, you can tell them, this is who I serve and this is what he says about me. Why? Because it exposes the lie and puts truth back into place. And so I'm not saying this is to be like this hard thing because I want to preface this for you spiritually because sometimes this is this is a spiritual battle. This is not a sometimes walk in the park situation for everybody. This is a spiritual battle at times for us. And a lot of times too, it's just the switch of the decision. It's just us making the decision, us giving ourselves permission to choose what it is, the life that we want, to choose what it is, the things that we have been told by God that we are able to do to choose what it is that we know we need to start. And I say this, y'all, because we have to stop sitting and just give yourself the ability to choose the life that you are saying you want and choose the things that God is saying go after, but you talk yourself out of it. And so I'm going to go a little bit into this uh, with talking about self-sabotage 
But before I do, I want to also talk about Romans 12 and 2, because this is the scripture that I have been meditating on. Like, I want to say for the past month. Now, at this point, it says, do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing and perfect. And so if I'm talking about limiting belief specifically, if I'm going back to that within definition, what I said about limiting beliefs within definition is that limiting beliefs are the false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and desires. But the Bible says that God wants to transform us into a new person by changing the way we think. So if God's ultimate desire is to change us, His desire to change us is brought by changing the way we think. And so while we're thinking these false things, God's trying to expose truth to us to be able to transform us. So we know the will of our lives and the will of our lives from him is good, pleasing and perfect. So many, so much, so much, so much richness from just that one verse. And so with that being said, like when I'm talking about why are these beliefs limiting They stop us from knowing that God's will for us is good, pleasing, and perfect. We have this perspective that God's will is this heavy, hard, challenging, weighty, just really overwhelming thing. But when we're called to goodness, like Jesus said, I want to give you peace. I want to give you joy. I want you to experience life in the best way possible. It's supposed to be good, pleasing, and perfect, but it can become tormenting And it can be very tormenting when you feel like God's will for you is this heavy, overwhelming thing. The Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says that even Christ said out of his mouth, he said, in this world, you'll have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. So yeah, you're going to experience some things, but just know like I've already taken care of everything. That's in John 16, 33. So even in this thing that we think that It's supposed to be heavy and hard and overwhelming. Like that doesn't even feel like God. This doesn't even feel like who is he described to be. And with that being said, like, how do we overcome this? So this is what I want you to understand. Choose to know God can and will help you with the way you think. But it starts by focusing on the truth. So that's number one. You got to focus on the truth. You got to get into your word. You got to be around people that are going to speak life into you to speak the truth. And even with that, start telling your friends what limiting beliefs you think. That's something I do often with my friends is I'll just toss them and tell them like, girl, this is where I'm at. And they're like, no, girl, like this is who you are. This is the person you are. Okay. So that's the first thing. Choose to know God can and will help you with the way you think. But it starts with focusing on the truth. And not only that, get in his presence. Like sit before him and let him know like this is where I'm at. Like I did that earlier today and it was so releasing because immediately he showed me this is what you've been dealing with. And it was just like automatic thing. We think coming to God is this punishment thing. But many times God just wants to teach us what it is that we're actually experiencing. And for my people that are in therapy, like y'all know when you're sitting there talking, sometimes it's just a means of talking it out and the exposure just happens. Okay. So number two, your actions start with your thought life. If your thoughts are limited, your behavior will follow. So what I want you to do is write down what is the thing you're thinking? What's the negative thing you're thinking about yourself and immediately switch it to a positive. So if it's, I'm too young, switch it to, I'm not too young. 
I'm at the perfect age to do this now. I don't have the finances. I have the finances coming to be able to fulfill what I'm doing. Just switch it. Just completely switch it. Because if you switch it, your actions will follow. We want to usually sometimes just do and think that our mind's going to catch up. But your mind is the first thing that follows what your actions do. Number three, think through your problems instead of reacting. So a lot of times, and this is just something that happens, we get triggered. We get triggered and we just go off. Instead of really stepping back, pulling back, thinking through. When you think from a place of reacting and when you honestly know, when you think from a place of limitation, you're going to always think that you have lack. You're always going to think you're suffering. You're always going to think you don't have enough. And although this is a challenge, give yourself permission to choose something different. You don't have to do the same thing you've always done. It's okay to shift. It's okay to have the mindset that I don't want to stay in this place and there's more for me on the other side of this. Let me just say this, this, there is more for you. God wants more for you. God doesn't want you to feel like you're in a place of torment. He wants you to come from a place of healing and a place of gratitude. I've had this on my heart, like the heaviness of this on my heart for the past couple of weeks for especially women who are struggling with infertility. I was listening to somebody share their testimony about that and my heart just immediately began to hurt because I feel like there's this longing that a lot of us have and I know that place so much because that's where I was when that before I had my son and it was just this longing to be a mom that I just felt like it wasn't gonna happen for me. I even remember saying to God, I don't think I've shared this before, I was like, God, I can't be barren. Like there must be something different. Like there has to be more, God. There was this place for me where it was like, I want this so bad and I want you to fulfill this promise for me so bad, but I need you to help me not to feel like it's not going to happen. What was the shift for me at that point? And so for me, like I can just share briefly in my testimony, for me, it was the decision that, in 2019, me and my husband wanted to have a kid, but it, we were both not on the same page. And then walking into 2020, what I told to God was, I'm going to act as if my body is pregnant. So I'm not drinking. I'm not going to drink any alcohol for the year 2020. And what that was for me was a step of faith. And it was me saying to myself, you're going to be a mom. Because at that point, I had already kind of clocked it out of my head that that wasn't going to happen. And I even was just like, I must be barren. Like we keep trying, it's not happening, all this kind of stuff. And so to hear, you know, just another mom or another woman talk about their experience with that, my heart hurt because it's just like the circumstances that sometimes you're in impact the way you think. The circumstances of what you're experiencing will make you feel like it's a limit. And I'm not saying this to marry yourself to a mindset that, is, you know, going to put you in a place of depression, but really also just like putting in front of your heart, the things that you desire and want in a place where your mind does not limit God to what he can do. He can do these things, but also, and when I say this, I really mean this, put your heart in a place of gratitude of thanking him even then for what he's already done. And so I just want to say that sometimes our circumstances can really be the trueness of where this limiting thought is, but that doesn't mean you can't change the way you think about it. 
even if it means like, I just want to experience joy in this moment. Even if what I'm wanting is not happening, I'm going to experience joy and peace and love in this moment because I'm not speaking this in a way to make somebody who is in a situation that is almost like, this is the reality of what's happening, sis. I'm not going to lie to myself about what is in front of me, but also just switching it back to a place of gratitude to the goodness of God. And that is the challenge at times. And so I don't, again, want to say this in a way that makes it be where it's not true, but also just taking back our authority and not allowing the enemy to make that be a place of torment, but make it be a place where I'm still going to experience joy in this moment. Okay. Number four, say it out of your mouth. I want you to say What's true out of your mouth? Your mouthpiece is your authority. When we speak, we change things when we speak. When I speak out of my mouth that I will be a full-time entrepreneur, I'm speaking this on my podcast now, by the end of this year, speaking that out of my mouth and saying it to God, I believe and trust him in that. I believe him. And I'm also believing that I'm going to take the steps to prepare for that. I'm believing God to do that. But I'm also speaking out of my mouth to tell myself like, sis, stop believing it's not going to happen. Stop believing that that's not your portion for yourself. And also let me tag this extra thing in there. Tag that on with scripture. What is the scripture that also confirms this word that you're speaking? And this is not going into like manifestation and all that kind of stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying this as a means to speak out of your mouth, the combat of the negative and limiting thought that you tell yourself. If it's I'm too young, I'm not too young to do this. Why? Because God even said to, I forgot who it was, uh, don't despise your youth. I think it was Timothy. Don't despise your youth, but go and do the thing he's called you to do. Okay. And so now I'm going to talk through in just really quickly a little bit about how this can go into self-sabotage and just why we self-sabotage in the first place. And I really want to make a whole nother episode on this. And I think I'm going to wait. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait. I'm going to make another episode on self-sabotage because that's a different type of, that's me going a little bit deeper into limiting beliefs. And I want to keep this on limiting beliefs. So with that being said, with limiting beliefs, it's again, just to recap, Limiting beliefs within definition is the false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and desires. How do we know? You think about situations and you see the negative point of view with them and you immediately pull and pick it apart. The second thing with that is why are these thoughts limiting? They put us in an emotional place. They make us stagnant in our efforts and they impact our decisions. And the third thing is how do we overcome? We choose to know that God can and will help us with the way we think, but it starts by focusing on the truth. Our actions start with our thoughts. And if our thoughts are limited, our behavior will be limited. So we have to change the way we think. We think through our problems instead of reacting. And we say out of our mouth the truth and practice hearing it and tagging scripture to it. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope that it gives you an idea of what limiting beliefs are. I'll probably kind of start unpacking this a little bit more in the coming weeks, but I really wanted to just address this so that we can be able to start to understand where this comes from. So I hope this episode was helpful. If it was, 
definitely, definitely tag me on Instagram. Definitely join my email list. Can't wait to see you on my email list, sis. And I can't wait to share with you more as well as definitely share this podcast with somebody that you know, that you think that might be also struggling with limiting beliefs as well. And I love you all. And I'll talk to you next week.